Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui, and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Coming up on TMS... Wolverine would toss that salad. The Chronic Masticator. The Amazing Adventures of Gassy and Sleepy. Running on kimchi. You know, Jon Stewart, the other Green Lantern. Snow Cone Dog. Hey, want to go cluck? Shopping cart obstacle course. The lad part isn't the issue. AI for one, welcome our artificial overlords. Superman, the answer to everything. That name again is Doggy Plow. (laughs) Did he circumcise the world? Top five, top fives with Tom. Everything, everywhere, in three with Randy, Nicole, and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Female boosters can take three or four suits, including hangers, in one motion, holding them between their legs with comparative ease. No, no, I can feel sorry for myself some other time. The Morning Stream. Can I eat it, or will it eat me? Good morning, suckers, and welcome to TMS. It's the morning stream for Wednesday, March 8th, 2023. I'm Scott, and that's Brian. Hi, Brian. Hello. It's midweek. Yeah. We're halfway done. We're halfway there. Yep. Living on a prayer. That's right. I'm running on beef and kimchi. Brian's running on two and a half hours of sleep. We got this. That's right. Yeah, we got this. It'll be yeah. a great show, folks. Yeah, between uh, old farty and Susan sleepy, and Scott Farton will be uh, <laughs> old gassy and sleepy uh, taking over your airwaves. <laughs> the two uh, dwarfs they don't talk about as much. Well, I guess they do talk about uh, sleepy. They do a little bit. Um, yeah. yeah, we if you if you want to hear uh, Brian's latest fun with his back, you want to tune into our pre-show if you're a Patreon Patreon yeah. Patreon person person. Yeah. So all right. Is it the people? So the service is Patreon, but aren't the people who support us just patrons? They're just patrons. I don't know why people yeah, call okay. them Patreons. All right, good. I, I like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. But, people that call them Patreons, which I am, a, I, I have done a few times. Uh, we should yeah. be, we should be flogged for that. That's not a thing we should do. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to get used to a new thing here. So I got a new camera, and I still look way over there where it used to be. Oh, instead weird. of okay. right here where it is now, and it's going to be a little a bit of an adjustment. So, people, if I'm staring off into weird places, I, that's the reason. Okay, 
There's a lot of changes today. Changes, Brian. Changes. Yes. Yeah. All yeah. for the better. We're, it's all fine. Trying new recording, trying new camera placement. Uh, That's right. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm wearing pants. Like lots of changes going on. So many chicha changes here on the show. That's right. Um, real quick here. Uh, so the, 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 the bachelor lifestyle continues. Um, uh huh. A I, bunch of women come over and uh, you have to give four of them the roses. <laughs> <laughs> no, I oh, wish. Okay. I wish that was a thing. Instead, no, you don't. Uh, yeah, maybe I don't. Um, what I, <laughs> I've never. You know what? I've never seen a single episode of either or any of that. Is that yeah, bad? Yeah, the Bachelor, the Bachelorette. Yeah. Uh, Tina and I watched. So we we always watched the Soup, right? That was as much Bachelor and Bachelorette as we felt like we needed back when Joel McHale and and before him, like all the people, John Stewart and. Uh, uh, oh God! Who was the first guy that was in the movie Sabrina with Harrison Ford? His oh, name uh, was. Uh, uh, just, uh, um, oh, he played the. Yeah. He played the guy from uh, uh, Hogan's Heroes. Who was weird? Yes, he did. Uh, right. right. The. Uh, uh, I can't think of his name. Yeah. Anyway, that guy. Uh, somebody <laughs> in the chat room will come up with yeah. it. But anyway, uh, Greg Kinnear. Greg Kinnear. Yeah. Yes. Nice All right. Uh, and Bob Crane was the guy he played, yes. And was <laughs> anyway, the other guy called John... His name is also John Stewart, right? The other John dude? John Stewart, yeah. Or no, I'm sorry, John Henson, not John, John Stewart. Henson. John, Henson. John Henson was a skunk boy. Isn't the there little, another the John... St- oh, the other John Stewart is the, is the is a Green, Green Lantern. Lantern, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're all square anyway, now. We're John all square. Henson's Twitter is hilarious. I, I didn't find him... I didn't always find him funny on The Soup, uh, but he has, he's gone on to be hilarious on Twitter. Back when I, I, I don't. Back I, when I looked at Twitter, I'll follow him now and then never look at it. I'll do that. Yeah, that yeah. Great. I really, I've opened Twitter twice, and it's just because somebody mentioned uh, my name in a film sack tweet. I replied, mm-hmm. was done. There yeah. you go. I'm, I'm okay. I'm really fine without Twitter. Okay, totally fine without Good. Twitter. Good. I feel like I'm a lot better off with less Twitter. I still go there, post yeah. about shows and stuff like that, but yeah. it's no longer a place I consume information. Yeah. Good. Anyway, so Bachelor and Bachelorette, right? We would get those little clips on the soup, and it was enough. It would satiate us. They stopped doing that. Tina, like, well, let's watch like just the train wreck first episode of The Bachelor. That's when all of the the women show up, and they try to come up with some sort of clever uh, way to introduce themselves to make themselves memorable to The Bachelor. Mm. And uh, uh, and and you have horrible things like uh, a cardboard box shows up in front of the bachelor and she pops out and says i'm your present you're you're this is an unboxing or something like that oh or, my lord get I, in my box i don't remember what she said I, but I hate everything about uh, what you just said i hate it yes but it's almost like watching those first few episodes the first couple episodes back in the day when we would watch the first couple episodes of american idol and you would mm-hmm. look for the the William Hungs and the the, the train like that. wrecks that were going to be the first week of uh, of yes stuff. exactly yeah, yeah. I, I can't even do that anymore and and after that one season Tina and I felt we couldn't shower enough to get the stink <laughs> of the Bachelor watching the Bachelor or the Bachelorette I really I guess we watched the Bachelorette which was yeah worse I think but pretty uh, sure that dude we inter- I interviewed on uh, Current Geek I think he was he also edited a season of that he did Pawn Stars Storage yeah. Wars that yeah. a couple others and he claims all of it none of it is real all of it yeah. is script oh i imagine the the insanity of these women vying for falling head over heels for some dipshit that they've never met before yeah 
That's sadly, I think that's real. That's real to me, Scott. It feels real to you. Yeah, it's like pro wrestling. We're going to just accept it. But I it. think they added to make like, you know, oh, she's reacting to something that this other girl just said, but it's really she's just reacting because there was a bad canapé on the on the uh, food table. <laughs> canapé, I like that. What, is, what even is a yeah. canapé? Tell me what that is. I don't even know what it's that like is. It's like a rolled, uh, a canapé is like a little rolled hors d'oeuvre, a little pastry or like a little mini calzone kind of thing isn't Man. it isn't that what a canapé is Somebody you're a, better fan, you're a fancy restaurant guy i don't know these things i don't know what a i don't go to places is. that serve canapés that's probably why i'm so bad at knowing what they are <laughs> i just know that they are they're an order many served on a silver plate and carry it to carry it around and uh nice i'm gonna yeah. try one next time i'm someplace i'm gonna you hide under a canapé when there when the rain shows up at your on your wedding day when i go when i when i go to uh the um uh, tony burger i'm gonna say Pray tell, do you carry the canapé? He'll <laughs> say, I'm Go sorry. To Freddy's. Uh, I'll take the California double. Do you have canapé? Yeah. We got a big old tube of it in the back. I think that's called mayo. <laughs> um, all right. Hey, so here's a funny thing. Just get this visual in your head. I didn't do a picture I should have. I don't know what I was thinking. Okay. All right. We had more snow, and the dog, Rainer, Rainer, the female, uh, Jim Rainer, the female dog, still has her cone on, <laughs> right? Still yeah. wearing a cone. Oh, yeah. And part of the reason is she's super itchy. It's not just for the wound from the tumor removal. Her whole body is like really dried out. It's from the meds they gave her. And they said that this was possible, but it really wrecked her. So she's just itchy as hell. And if you take that cone off, she'll scratch her under chin until it bleeds. So I spend a lot of time doing it for her, you know, getting in there and just yeah, giving, her, yeah. her, giving her the best I can. Yeah. Um, good good otherwise, doggy daddy. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you hear this in the house. In fact, I can hear it right now. You'll hear her going. Yeah. And all she's doing is just stra- scratching the cone, basically. Yeah. Well, yeah. so her cone's on kind of permanently, and I put her out to pee today before she ate this morning. Uh-huh. And that's always an ordeal because she's. She'll go halfway out the door and snag the cone on the door and kind of bounce back and wonder what happened. And she still doesn't understand that there's like this invisible cone around her. Anyway, she'll go outside and she immediately starts running, which is great. But by the time she's done, her head is down and she's dragging towards the door. I'm like, what is wrong with her? I open the door. She's scooching up toward me with a cone full of snow. Oh, no. Just like oh, up geez. to her lips, like this high. <laughs> and it's heavy now. And she can all she yeah. can do is drag it. And she doesn't know what to do. She can't shake it. She doesn't know what to do. So I had to, oh. I had to intervene. It's like, oh, my gosh, dog. You're so stupid. Poor thing. She's so stupid. <laughs> but good news. The walk is now shoveled. So that's. Yeah, that, yeah right. Exactly. Plus side. Yeah. yeah. Kim will come home and go, wow, look at the. Look how cleared off everything is. Because <laughs> the dog did it. Anyway, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, we also, thing. speaking of uh, uh, things, uh, parking yeah. lots. We talked about that a few times, like etiquette. Do you pull sure. forward? All that stuff. Right. Do you pull through? Do you? Do you right. We pulled through the other day. And yeah, I thought, and you thought about it. Yeah. I did. I couldn't help it. I, I pulled through yeah. and went, okay, is this what we talked about? I looked around. I'm like, okay, it's an almost empty parking lot. I can, or, you know, relatively... There's no, it's not like people are fighting for spaces. Mm-hmm. Here's where I'll allow it, right? So I'm yeah. doing it here. Yeah. If it was the busy. The pull through, I think, is fine. The only exception is if there's like a car that is clearly waiting for that space on the other side and and pulls in. And of course, obviously, diagonal spaces oh, right. because you're just basically going to point yourself in the wrong direction. And in a 2023 world, you don't want that fight, you know? 
if God, you pull no. ahead and somebody's no. waiting for that slot, no. you're gonna you're gonna fight. Who knows what what's gonna happen with that business? Yeah, there's yeah. some rage going on. Anyway, so we got this uh, text from Sebik, who wrote in and says on parking lots. I hate parking lots. He says, <laughs> "Wow, uh, just a- all of them." <laughs> <laughs> he says in Ohio they have a phenomenon a phenomenon that I called princess parking. No matter how full or empty parking lots are at Kroger, people will park in the fire lane and wait there for hours. Some people will park in the fire lane and just go and do all their grocery shopping and then come back out and their car is completely empty. I hate parking lots so much. Uh, I think it's you hate people. Parking lots aren't really the problem. Yeah, it's not the parking lots. It's really the the people that are kind of taking advantage of... uh uh, of of lax security at the Kroger. Yeah, what's the Kroger going to do? To uh, it's not like they enforce this stuff at Kroger. No, no, they I, need to. They need to be out there and say <laughs> you can't park here. This is for emergency vehicles. Yeah, I had a kid uh, in a parking lot who worked there who was doing carts. You know, the gathering carts. Yeah, yeah. And um, I saw him and I had my cart and I was about to go put it in one of the stalls and I realized, well, he probably doesn't want to come out here for my one cart. I'm going to go give it to him. I'll help him out. Uh, and so I yeah. ran it up there and I and I kind of got in front of him and I, as if to say, hey, go ahead and push into this one. You got like 20 of them going, push yeah. into this one and then just go the rest of the way. You're almost there. Yeah. And I didn't say that. This is all just sort of assumed. So I stood there sure. kind of holding it like, here it is. Here's the uh-huh. opening. He was like, <laughs> like looked at me and just kind of went around me. Didn't, didn't bother. <laughs> So I'm not doing that anymore, you know. No, no, he has a limit. There's basically he knows how many cards he wants to push, and uh, yeah, I try. Him coming back out there is probably better than most things that his manager is going to ask him to do if he if he, they see him inside. That's right. So yeah, I, hey, I don't can know. You clean up the puke and produce, please. <laughs> um, I have more. I have more carts. There's a guy out there who needs me to grab his cart. Yeah, that one guy. Got to get that one dude. And take care get that of him, one dude. Um, all right, we're gonna do a, a game, and here's the thing. Yeah. Chat room, you're involved, but you have to be on Discord and you have to ping me. I'm going to pick the fourth person today who pings me. And by that, I just mean a quick DM. You can say whatever you want. doesn't matter. You can even be offensive. I don't care. What do I care? <laughs> I don't care at all. Uh, sure. I mean, it's just a it's a private message between the two of us. If you do anything illegal, I have to report you, but it's no big deal. Sure. sure. Um, don't anyway, say the words hijack. That's right. But if you want to be on today's call and be a part of today's winnings... I need you to do that so I can add you to this Discord call. Uh, if you haven't joined our Discord, it's at uh, frogpants.com slash Discord. And uh, I'm the frogpants person you see all over the place in there. All right? All right. Now this. Welcome to the program. Uh, a Southern Bell of sorts. His name is Brian Dunaway, and he is a sexy beast. Comes here on Mondays and Tuesdays, or Wednesdays, rather, and plays games with us. Hi, Brian. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. I do not know how to respond to that, but I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Sure. No I, uh, I heard you guys did a show last night, but I missed it. Oh, oh the missed, missed, oh, missed it. it. Yes, you I did. I missed it. I see yes. what you that. It's no yeah. mystery as to what we talked about yesterday. Yeah. Oh, Don't okay. worry. You can watch the VOD. Oh, that doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, oh, but yeah, you can yeah. still watch the VOD. You can watch. Don't miss the VOD. <laughs> so you can put a Y in there. <laughs> <laughs> or you'll anyway. be riven about it. Oh, you'll be riven. Yes. Oh, that's terrible. Uh, terrible. Just horrible. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, well done. Um, <laughs> I hope we never have to do that again. Uh, we're going to play a game, and I'm going to pick number four here. Let's see who pinged us fourth. Oh, goodness. Contestants. It's our old pal Serenix, I believe. Oh, cool. Let's see oh, if hi, I can Serenix. add him to the thing here. 
He's ringing. He's ringing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. He probably caught him off guard. He's like, oh, my gosh, I won. Are you kidding me? Uh, uh, Serenix, you answering your deal there, buddy? You got uh... Oh, there he is. He's on mute, but I can see him. Hi, Serenix. Are you there? Hey. Hey, how are you? Hey, Serenix. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, at home, watching people drink all my garage door. Well, you got oh, an, nice. You have an Ow, amazing microphone. It goes like this. <laughs> Is that the Mister Microphone? <laughs> you know, Serenex, Last time you were on a show with me and Scott, uh, you got kicked off of it. Is that about that? Is that? Uh, <gasps> oh, did that happen? No. What was that? Oh, thanks for bringing up that wound. <laughs> What was it? I remember. He was part of the great shunning of the uh, America's Next Stop podcaster. Oh, right. I get it now. Kicked off. I get it. Yes. The great Sean Exodus. Yeah. Then we had all the Sean's gone. Gone Sean's. That's what you were. Uh, Are you on on speaker or something? Or what am I? Where are you? On my headset. Uh, Actually, if you give me a second, I have my mic right in front of my face. Yeah, you're fine. It just sounds gerbly. It's a little hard to hear. I don't know why. Oh, he left. Oh, now he's back. Ah, He's back. Okay. Does that sound better? Oh, it sounds so much better. Oh, so much. Oh, it's like Christmas Day. It's like Christmas and Lurking again. If you would have used this microphone, you might have still been on America's Next Stop Podcast. Well, nice coincidentally, job. I got this microphone when I restarted my podcast after that show. Oh, well, oh, fantastic. Excellent. Well, so. you sound really good now. Uh, let's play this game. Cool. Brian, you're going to explain these rules, yeah. and uh, the rest of us will have to just sit here and take it. All right? So well, go okay. ahead. Okay. All right. Um, it's time to play the Tadpooly Feud. I haven't oh. used that in a while. I've surveyed the Tadpole on some nerdy topics. Scott and Brian are going to have to predict the answers that they gave us. It's their job to see how many of those answers they can guess. Now, Sarah, next, your job is more important than ever because you're going to be working with either Scott or Brian. Good luck. Heaven help you. If your team wins, <laughs> you'll get a prize package. That is... <laughs> Includes Scourge Bringer, Scourge Bringer, Ooh. and yep. Chicken Police. Oh, Chicken Police oh, is great. Chicken Police is like way cool. It is cool. It's like a point-and-click <laughs> adventure story kind of. Yeah, Chicken Noir. Yeah, nice. it's amazing. Really? Oh, excellent. yeah, yeah. It's kind of adult, which is weird because you'll go to like mm-hmm. a strip club, and the stripper ladies are lady bodies, yeah. but they have the heads of like, <laughs> like chickens and and like cats and it's just do they freaking do they weird. lean in close and go hey you want to go cluck <laughs> oh jeez they uh, didn't they should have mother clucker look the deal is is like the whole thing is full of these animals but it's filmed like an, a, a noir movie like an old 40s yeah. uh detective literally thing. a detective so yeah. it's not it's like furry cool. it doesn't remind you of like furry stuff at all it's like it's mm-hmm. too it's the Feathery. weirdest game yeah i'm kind of jealous Feathery. you're getting this <laughs> it's right <laughs> It's really cool. All right. Uh, well, that sounds like a fun prize, the set of yeah. prizes for him. That sounds great. Yeah. Let's let's break that losing streak and have you win something today. Shall we, Serenex? Well, let's do it. Sweet. I'm just going to keep working <laughs> it up. Uh, all right. Scott, Brian, put your hands on your buzzers. We asked 513 tadpoolers. Four of them opted out for some silly reason or another. Yeah. They just couldn't be bothered. Yeah. Uh, but the other 509 gave their best answer to this. Oh no! The salad monster is destroying the city. What Marvel or DC character do you send to fight him? Oh my god, what does that even mean? I know, right? Um, Iron Man. Iron Man. Iron Man. Iron Man. Show me Iron Man. Oh, what? Are you kidding? Brian. I need to hear that question again because sure. that question was so weird. I couldn't even, I didn't <laughs> even want to click. I'm like, Did this I get was that a right? fun one. All right, here's the full question again. Oh no, right. the salad monster is destroying the city. What Marvel or DC character do you send to fight him? 
Hulk smash salad, I suppose. I all right. Well, he'll be on there. Me the Damn Hulk. It. Shit. He's green. Yeah. yeah. They're both they're both green, and uh, Hulk green, clearly needs more more fiber in his diet. Sure. Right. Now I get it. I just thought who was no, going to be. Iron I just Man thought. Still, you would think. I, I thought Iron, Iron Man would be the most effective, right? Because he'd yeah. kick ass. He'd go sure. out there and just like. Doesn't sure. lettuce have like iron in it? Like leafy greens, dark leafy spinach greens does. and stuff? Yeah, spinach does, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It, it doesn't clarify that this is a. Uh, it could be an arugula monster. Was, we don't yeah, know. Is it is yeah. a mixed green salad or is, you know, it's it not a. It could be a potato you know, salad monster. Yeah. We yeah. don't know. <laughs> Fruit salad. <laughs> Could be I, full of little yummy, mandarin yummy. orange slices. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, Brian, Savvy. you have control of the board, and yummy. you have Cyrenex to help you. All right, yes, Cyrenex. Uh, what what comes to mind when you think of a, a, a Marvel hero <laughs> or, well, DC. It, or DC or DC character? Does it specifically oh, have to be a hero? It doesn't doesn't necessarily have to be a hero, hero no, or villain? Okay. Just a Marvel or DC character. Oh, that opens okay. up a whole uh, things in. I think Chad Room had a really good idea. Poison Ivy. Oh, duh. oh, that's a good one. She's all in control duh. of the uh, the lettuce monster, right? Yeah. You guys are thinking now. All right, show me Poison Ivy. That was my there that was my go. impersonation of Poison good Ivy one. from Harley Quinn. Number five on the board is uh, Poison Ivy. <laughs> that's that's actually kind of dead on. She's so deadpan. In yeah. There. She's so Lake Lake Bell, right? <laughs> yeah, Lake Bell's great. I love her in that. Um. So, is there I'm, a ranch man? I don't think there is. <laughs> Too bad. There's a ranch man, but he ain't in the MCU right. or DCU, so forget <laughs> <Right>. it. <laughs> Kevin Costner, Seriously. ranch man. Let's get him in there. Ranch, ranch man. man. Yeah. I mean, chat room's coming up with some some good ones, I think. Oh, uh, what about Swamp Thing? Oh, that's good. Oh. Yeah. yeah, he's he's basically he's, a salad, right? He is basically he's a salad. Basically. He's, like, he's like, uh could you get off salad. me? Yeah, thanks. All right, all right. Uh, let's go for that one. Show me swap thing. Damn it! Yeah, look number at, look seven. Look at the I'm chat going. room yeah. helping us out big time. Yeah, you guys are gonna yes. kill me today. It's not good. <laughs> all right, still on your thing. next. Are you are you, are you still looking uh, at the chat room, or do you want to go with something our uh, our own, or what you want to do? Uh, sure. I'll. I'm trying to think they of anything. Were, I'm thinking of like Fantastic Four as like the thing. He's like he's like a crouton kind of guy. No, <laughs> I love that. He's the crouton that wants to fight the, the salad monster. The salad monster. Yeah, right, right. The yeah. salad monster is what really throws it off. I'm trying to think of all of the vegetable heroes. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love that though. I, mean, we I can see uh, all. Reed, I'm never going to trust you again. You took us up into space, right. and now I'm a bunch of dried orange it's, bread. Right. It's it's clobber. I love it though, because the rest of them would be like, "I could burn him." No, I could be invisible around him. No, I could stretch around it. No, I'm I could I'm what's his name? Hank? Hank something? Hank. Uh, ben, ben ben, sorry, Ben Grimm. Ben Grimm. Yeah, I'm yeah, Ben yeah, Grimm. Yeah. Damn it! I'm a giant crouton. I'll take the salad. He'll say. I mean, I would. I, I will well say that. Uh, yeah. I will say that 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 creature on the uh, cover of Fantastic Four number one oh, the, kind of does look like one? a yeah. salad yeah. monster. Yeah. Doesn't it be like the Mole Man or something? He looks. It was, like a it salad was the Mole Man, one of the Mole yeah. Man's uh, underground creatures. There yeah. you go. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, and, and actually, going along with that, uh, I, I'm starting to agree with Chat. Uh, Human Torch. Oh, Human Torch would be good. Well, he, you up. know, burn. He kind of was going to do what Iron Man would do, but maybe they chose that. Yeah, I don't know. Lettuce will definitely shrivel up if you put some uh, fire beet salad. On, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Is that what you're going with? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's do it. All right. Show me Johnny Storm. Number uh, four. Look at that. Yeah. Damn it. Appropriately, Human Torch is number four. <sighs> 
Why wouldn't they use Iron Man, though? Because it's the same power. I will say that I couldn't say it during the thing. Iron Man did come in. Uh, Where is he? He is low on the list. He's kind (laughs) of low on the list. He's not doing so good. Yeah. Uh, Where is he? Holy cow. Oh, there he is. Number 13. Number 13. I just scrolled right past him. Oh. That's not bad. Well, I feel a little better bad. about Number 13 that. is, yeah, you should feel a little redeemed. A little bit. No no worse than, uh, but would we go with the opposites here next? Would we go with Iceman? I mean, would that be like, uh, uh, or, or just not popular enough? People just don't really think of, just doesn't pop to the head, does it? When who, Iceman? Yeah. yeah. My wife's I, been watching one, uh, the, the Rookie and the guy that played Iceman in the X-Men movies is in that, and I can only see him as Iceman, so right. yeah. that's a side yeah. story that I don't know why I told <gasps> you. What yeah. about Wolverine? He'd be great. He'd be all tossing him up, and Ooh. he'd toss that salad. What do you think about that? <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. Just slicing it up, like dicing up <laughs> your lettuce? Right. Chopped a nice little chopped salad. Is that what you're going with? Sure. What do you think, Zyrdex? Yeah, I think so. I think I'll work. salad. Let's All right. do it. Yeah. Well, show me he's the best at what he does, and what he does is chop salad. Number Look at one. that number one. Wow. Oh, my God. That's great. Hilarious. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> Five oh. answers left on the board. I freaking oh love it. Oh, my. You know, uh, I, th- I still think chat room is killing it. Oh, what do got? What was it? Was it? Oh, oh shoot. What was it? Oh, Groot. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I am Sally. I am Groot. Yeah, let me get in there. <laughs> yeah, right. I got you. Let's All do right, Groot. Let's go then. for Groot. Show me Groot. Groot the root. No. Oh, you don't the like root roots in your salad. The Grouton, no. the Grouton is not oh, up there. The However, Grouton, the hilarious. Grouton. Uh, <laughs> uh, 39th place. Uh, oh, wow. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, 39th place. A few people said. Okay, maybe not such a good answer. Yeah. yeah. In the end. <laughs> See, that's. Somebody asked, "Well, you what? You let them uh, look at the chat room for their answers, like I do, but it doesn't always help." No, right. yeah. it doesn't help at Case all. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. um, all right. Well, now I've got nothing. Um, you know what? I'll. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna assume that some people might have thrown Blade in there because of the same reason oh, they did Wolverine. It's just lower chopper. on the list, yeah, so I'll say sense. Blade. Yeah. All right, show me Blade, please. Damn! Oh. He slices, he dices, he juliens, but he only made it up to number. Where is he? Uh, I did see Blade in here. Oh, there we go. Uh, oh, tied for 49th place. One person said Blade. 49th? Right. Wow. Yeah, 49th Shit. Tied, tied for 49th place. 40, <laughs> oh, my gosh. People had 49 other heroes and villains before they <laughs> said Blade. He's a great daywalker and he can Jeez. chop some salad. You guys are wrong out yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. he's he's one of the best characters in Midnight Suns. Mm-hmm. True story. He's good in everything. He's way overpowered. Love that guy. <laughs> what about uh, what about uh, Superman and Wonder Woman on a date? And he's all like, "What will you have?" And she says, "Salad monster." And then he's all like, uh, "You're not having none of my fries." And then there's like <laughs> all the boyfriend girlfriend jokes you can think of in the last wow twenty years. Wow, yeah, that is a, quite a setup. I mean. Uh, I one of the reasons why I preferred Marvel over DC is because Superman's the answer for everything. Right. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yes, Superman, he's always he's always up for a beating the crap out of a salad as long as there's no kryptonite in that. Oh yeah. Sure. True. Green, you could hide kryptonite in the green leafy greens of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. All right. Mm-hmm. Is that your answer then? I tune in. I tune in. Superman, you want to go with us here next? 
Um, we can try it. Do it. Let's right. do it, Superman. Go. Roll for the roll for the big money. Let's, let's see if Superman Shoot. is the answer to everything after this. Show me, Superman. Look yeah, at that. Number nine. The one wow, they didn't said Superman they didn't, said, I hear he likes spell. a tall salad. <laughs> oh, nice. They didn't spell it like spell it like soup. Superman. Super Salad Man. Yeah. Mm. Do you guys remember that? Brian, do you have a place in Denver called Super Salad? Do you remember that? Yes. yes. I used to love yeah, it yeah. until, I mean, they went away because nobody does like open air. It was bad. Yeah, bad COVID it was land. A bad idea. Yeah, it was bad COVID <laughs> land. I think it got killed. That's when it got killed, I think. But yeah. um, man, I loved right. that when I used to take the kids there. I used to love it. Anyway, I sorry. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> food, food detour. Now back on uh, main track. Uh, you guys food are still food in detour. charge. Keep going. What are well, you, you thinking now, Sierra? What you got? Uh, I'm primarily so Claire will stop yelling at us. Uh, <laughs> Ant Man. <laughs> oh, Ant Man. Because oh, he can get, he can yeah, get big. I need a salad, and there's ants in there. Yeah, I get it. Right. Oh, yeah, that's why. Likes okay. ants in a, in yeah. a salad. Uh, all right. Show me Ant Man. Number well, look 10. Look at that yeah, big man, point. Man, man, man. Is there uh, even with any tie. possibility of Scott no, catching up to this point? Actually, even before this question, there was no. No chance. But uh, uh, yeah, somebody said Ant Man just grows big, eats salad. Done. 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 Turns into giant. Done. Damn it. Okay. I guess it depends right. on the size of the salad monster, though, right? Like, right. Well, that's true. Yeah. But he can be as big or as small as he wants to be, right? Or is there I a think limit? There are limits based on like his his uh, the the strains put on him from going that big because you remember like in in the first two movies or I'm sorry in Civil War and then the second movie yeah. he it strains uh, him to uh, to go that big oh right oh, that's yeah, right and, and, and small he's got to eat yeah and the too small ends up being the quantum zone crap right exactly so right. okay or dimension or whatever it is what's it called quantum the quantum, quantum. zone. Quantum, quantum quantum realm realm, realm. thank there you, you yep. I knew that word was in there Solomon Grundy don't want salad alright take um, it home three answers left on here I'm trying to think is Spider-Man the same joke you know <laughs> spider in my salad is it yeah sure. they, they don't eat they don't eat leaves or anything they eat other insects that's right. true I mean ant, mm. ants at least eat leaves so sure. right true 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 yeah, but if you had uh, a spider else? in your salad, you're taking, you're telling the guy at the counter that I don't want this, right? You're not right, going to eat right. that. <laughs> yeah, after immediately flipping the table. Yeah, I'd be very upset. <laughs> any uh, anyone else? Any other creatures eat salad? Eat leafy greens? Well, it, that you can think of. Mm. We have very low stakes now, so yeah, yeah uh, we just pretty much say any dumbass thing we wanted to, right? Yeah, the blue beetle. We're going with Puck from Alpha Flight because it makes absolutely zero sense. <laughs> because he'd do some some cartwheels and, and slam into the uh right <laughs> to the, into the salad monster. Love it. Love it. Is that really what you're saying? No, no, I don't know. Okay. What, what do you right. think, Oh, uh, uh, what's the the shark guy from Suicide Squad? Oh, uh, oh, uh, Shark Man. Shark, no, it's not Shark Man. <laughs> it's something Shark. What's wrong with my brain? Is it King Shark? King Shark. King thank Shark. You. That's yeah. it. Let's go with yeah, that. That's it. Shark, shark Man. <laughs> Love the salad. Show, show me King Shark. Oh, no. uh, can I say? Um, well, I can say anything. I'm going to lose no matter what. But I'm going to say uh, the, the blue beetle because beetles eat salad. Oh, oh there we go. Part. All right, go. sure. All right, show me blue beetle. Just getting through oh. these X's. Just getting through them. It's all good. How about right. just Robin? Yes. You think Robin would be like really good against the salad monster? You think? <laughs> or Batarang or something? Well, uh, <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, Blue Beetle 35th on the list. Oh, he's higher than Blade? What the frick? He's higher than Blade, yeah. yeah. 
lord. Okay, Valkal, is Condiment King actually a hero? <laughs> well, it doesn't, doesn't necessarily have to be a hero, right? Somebody could have put it oh, there, true. right? Yeah, yeah, it is the yeah. Tadpole, after all. It, it is Tadpole, yeah. yeah. that is also Whatever. Yeah. God, if you want to do it? Salivator Man. Salivator <laughs> Man! <laughs> I know I there's Matter Eater Lad, so... Oh, yeah, Matter Eater Lad. That'd be smart. Matter Eater Lad would be pretty good, actually. Okay, is that what... Mm. Do you want to go with that? What do you think, Sirenix? Or you want me to just come up with a totally different thing entirely? What do you want? Uh, holy crap, there actually is a kind of man. Okay, that's weird. Uh, yeah, let's go with Matter Eater Lad. All right. Sense. Matter Eater Lad. Right. Show me uh, my, one of my matter. least favorite characters of all time, but somehow he made it into the uh, the, the <laughs> Justice League or the one of those, the JLA. Uh, show me Matter Eater Lad. Oh, oh my God, look at that. They finally found that. a use for Matter Eater Lad, and apparently he's the salad master. <laughs> because, yeah. because he's got eat in his name. That's the only reason. Yeah, That's right. Yeah. Legion of Superheroes. That's it. Yes. Yeah. By the way, I think 34 people came up with Matter Eater Lad. We bring oh that up on the show God. a lot because Brian, you know, Brian's talked about how oh, he doesn't yeah. like him and everything. And so yeah, no, I think that, that's a perfect like, pick. You guys nailed it with that. Nice yeah. And why wouldn't you like, oh, wow, I can eat just about anything. Oh, what should my superhero name be? Uh, Munch? No. How about uh, Gobble? No. I know. Gobble. Matter Eater Lad. <laughs> well, it was back when they were doing all the lads. That was a thing. Yeah. Right? The, lad, the, the lad part's not the problem. Not, not the, uh, the problem I have with it. Oh, right. it's the Matter Eater part. <laughs> it is the Matter Eater. Yeah. What else? What's a better name? I'm trying to think. Like uh, I literally mean, anything know, involving yeah, food. The, the consumer. The consumer. The, the, cons- the masticator. Consumption. The, yeah. The masticator. masticator. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Those are all good. Do we want to go with? Uh, if, if we're going to stick in this area, maybe we should go with uh, Tony Chu. Tony Chu is that a Tony oh is that Chu. from the Chu comic from the uh, from the Chu uh, comic series? Yeah, but those the, aren't DC uh, the, or Marvel though, right? Or I guess oh, it doesn't matter because it's, it's DC. DC Marvel. Yeah, it's specifically yeah. DC Marvel. Comics. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. an image thing. That's a great comic, though. Huh. By the way, Claire, you're you're welcome for that title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm kind of. I don't um, know. What do you think? What do you think next? How about I'm some? Trying to uh, think of other characters that are known for eating. The only one I can think about the top of my head is the Blob. Well, the Blob is probably perfect. has to eat. The Blob a is lot. brilliant. Yeah, yeah. The Blob's all right. Played by Bean yeah. Fork. Like the Blob. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Hopefully, we get a new new Blob once uh, MCU finally or Disney finally right. pulls uh, the Blob into the MCU. All right, show me nothing beats the Blob. Oh, that's a shame. Uh, Blob was number 14 on the list, yeah, by the nice. way. Oh, not idea. too bad. Good plan. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say. Um, that's a good one. I'm going to say Galactus eats everything. Oh, because so. he eats everything. Yes. Yeah. Smart. The great, the great eater. Sure. Yeah. So let's say Galactus. Show me Galactus. Oh, no. Uh, Galactus was on the list. Uh, also higher than Blade. Because uh, he eats all the salads, not just the salad monster. Every salad right. in the earth gets yes. eaten when he eats it. Exactly. And then, you know, he goes off to another universe and he's flying. He's, he's out there with Silver Surfer and says, ooh, here's another world. And uh, Galactus says, no, thanks. I just had salad. <laughs> I just had a salad. <laughs> I just had a salad. I couldn't possibly. I'm watching just, my yeah, way. There just happened to be everything right. else involved with it. But yeah. Right, yes, exactly. He, he did, it is not a false statement. No, no, not <laughs> at all. Right. All right. Let's, uh, oh my gosh, the people are really pushing for Mantis. Uh, let's look at number f- uh, six because we know what number five is. Number six. 
just feels like a Deadpool villain Deadpool. to people. If they yeah. feel like that. Okay. Plus, he, he also has the katanas and he can slice up yeah. the salad. And all that yeah. that does yeah. seem yeah, like a, as, as dumb as it sounds, that's something he would probably want to fight. I get it. That's good. But uh, I love this answer for number eight. It uh, It's kind of where I was leading with the what else eats salad. Show me number eight. Squirrel, Squirrel girl. girl. Frank. Girl. Oh, Carter would be so disappointed in me. She loves that character. Send all the squirrels to eat all the salad. Yes, uh, that makes sense. Important thing. Oh, by the way, Mantis was... Where was Mantis in this list? She... You mean my secret MCU crush? Mantis? Oh, oh yeah. I love the Mantis. Oh, yeah. I love Mantis. Yes. She's my uh, favorite. Mantis... I don't even see uh, Mantis on the list. I do see Madison, really? and it's uh, spelled with a Y, but it's not where you think. Mm. We didn't have enough um, surprise with the lack of X-Men in here. We had Wolverine, obviously, yeah. but yeah. I thought I we'd guess have... I guess I'd go down yeah. the list. Condiment King was number 12. Batman yeah. technically was 11, but he had the same number as Ant-Man, so I moved him up for the tie. Okay. Uh, Aquaman, for some reason. Uh, huh. Spider-Man, Thor, Iceman, Beast Boy, Doctor Strange, Green Lantern, because it's green. Uh, this is this is data. Uh, Kingpin, Mister Freeze, Captain Marvel, Cyclops, Harley Quinn, Howard the Duck, uh, Duck. the Thing, Wonder Woman, Apache Chief, Black Widow, Drax the Destroyer, Apache Chief, Nunchuck, <laughs> Nunchuck, and then he's what? He's as big as the sound. I guess that's not bad, actually. Yeah, it's not bad. Uh, I do like this one, Hawkeye, because he's a salad shooter. Oh my lord, <laughs> that oh, that's okay. terrible. That's terrible, <laughs> but I love it, and I, I thought think my that's puns great. were bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you thought you thought. Well, there's way worse out there. Tad way worse. Yeah. Uh, well, congratulations. That means uh, he's got a fork on his forehead. That's yeah. right. Congratulations. Oh, that's a great You're one. You're a winner. Was Black Bolt on there or no? Yeah, he was, uh, but only one person said it. But it was the one person who said because he's got a fork on his head. <laughs> he deserves that guy deserves us an extra prize or something. That's he amazing. kind of does. Yeah, there's no way for me to look and see what. Uh, who that person is maybe i could tell them all right if you can prove who you are by telling me the other answers you gave i can see what other answers they gave right but i can't see if you do that then i'll send you some stickers and some prints and stuff because that's very funny all right Black uh cool. hey that's well done Saranex. you came in you conquered and you and dunaway walked away with it uh but more importantly you walked away with uh, scourge bringer and chicken police yeah. Excellent games on Steam. Brian, who gave us those codes? Just to give him credit, oh, you know? I'll tell you. That was, uh, I think that's the last of the current batch we have from Tim Moore. Tim so big Moore. thanks to Tim, Tim Moore for sending all those in. Thank like you, all, Tim. All, all, yeah. all the stuff that we've given away over the last couple of weeks is from Tim Moore. That's right. Awesome. And uh, I added a whole new section from David Akers yesterday. Big thanks to him. Those We'll be going through those at some point. Oh, nice. Anytime you guys at home Real have nice. like a big uh, humble bundle that went through and you don't need most of it or whatever, don't just chuck those codes. We got, we got homes for them here. Let us yeah. know. Yeah, we give them away. Yeah, email us. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Sarah, next, anything to say about your victory? Uh, well, I'm I'm glad that I finally won something with you guys. So. I am glad also. <laughs> Good job. Unlike something, unlike <laughs> something <laughs> else, <laughs> exactly. Uh, no. <laughs> I like I like the self rubbing it in. It's nice. Uh, anyway, you enjoy these. Uh, we'll see you soon. Be nice and let that beard fly. All right, there he goes. He's Ooh. off to the woods. Dunaway, that was great. Um, listen, if you missed it yesterday, we did a little play retro. We talked about missed the uh, game and it's and the series really. We talked up to three, and then even you know a little bit about yeah, we where a little the about future four was. Five, even though it's kind of beyond our retro scope usually, but we still talked about them, right? Yeah, yeah, and we talked about cyan, cyan, and what they're doing today, and the kind of stuff you can you know expect. You from can them. actually go to their website, cyan.com, in order to missed merch. Yep. What? Yep, I know. Missed Isn't that crazy. Merch. 
If you want to find their rivals over at magenta.com. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Brian Dunaway, thanks for hanging with us, and you have a good week day. No, you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> a good week day. A good day. week day. All right, we're going to do one news story. Okay. And it uh, goes like this. I don't watch the news. It's time for the news brought to you by. Brought to you by Master Wabbit and his gaming stream. Head over to twitch.tv slash Master Wabbit. Yeah. I checked out some of it last night. It was really fun. So I thought, hey, cool. let's put it on here. Uh, Keanu Reeves literally yeah. took the red pill. What? Yep. And I don't mean the stupid political way people use it now. <laughs> is he woke now? Yeah, is he woke? <laughs> uh, here's what he did. He literally has the red pill. Uh, during a recent Reddit Ask Me Anything, or as the kids call it, AMA, uh, Reeves was asked if he had ever stolen anything from any of his movie sets. His answer was, not stolen, the watch and wedding ring from John Wick, a sword from 47 Ronin, and the first red pill that the Wachowskis ever gave me, uh, he replied. That's cool. So that literally means Keanu Reeves has the red pill. He took the red pill. Uh, yeah, I mean, the wedding ring and the uh, the the uh, uh, the watch from John Wick, I would want one of those coins, man. I'd mm-hmm. want one of the... The coins. Yeah. Take coin. I want the coin, too. The coin would be what, yeah. what I want. Um, yeah. He went on to say a couple of other interesting things. He said both the Matrix franchise and the John and John Wick had some overlap when it comes to physicality. Uh, he says, quote, nothing can ever compare to the Kung Fu training from the Matrix oh, because it was true. so unique and, and my first time. But the jujitsu in John Wick being integrated with judo and gunfights can never be touched or sorry, can never be touched in its own way. I'm not sure what that means. I think he means that's like a special level or whatever. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Um, He says, well, uh, Reeves also answered a question about his aspirations had he not been in acting. He says, well, when I was a kid, I always wanted to be a race car driver, a conductor, uh, or a astrophysicist, he said. Uh, Mm -hmm. Today, let's conduct some music. I don't know what that means. (laughs) Uh, Um, Anyway, he says, uh, favorite film that he's been in, he says, I've been very fortunate to be in Johnny Mnemonic. Just kidding, Brian. That was for you. Yeah, I know. Was... Uh, <laughs> the movie Brian walked out. I'd like, I'd like, you know, be like, all right, I'm done with uh, Keanu. If he yep. said that was one of his favorites. Exactly. He says, uh, I've been very fortunate to work in a few films that have changed my life. I can't just pick one, but there are a few: River's Edge, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, The Matrix Trilogy, uh, The Devils. Oh, did he just forget that there were four of those of the Matrix? Yeah, I guess movies? he did. Yeah, The Matrix hmm. Trilogy plus one. Hmm. <laughs> wonder what that says. Um, <laughs> the Devil's Advocate and Scanner Darkly. Uh, my Own Private Idaho, Point Break, and John Wick. Those are the ones he uh, says. No love for Dangerous Liaisons. Oh, come on, Keanu. I know. No love for Dra- Dracula. Uh, what was that called? Oh, yeah. Uh, the uh, Francis Ford Coppola's Dracula. Yeah, that one. Was, yeah. yeah. No no love for that there, Keanu no Reeves. No love for that one, I guess. Yeah. yeah. But you mentioned Johnny Utah. Okay, cool. Yeah, a devil's advocate gets gets named up there with uh, the Matrix, and that's Bill probably and just because it had what's uh, what's his name in it. Um, oh, uh, Robert uh, uh, Al Pacino. Al Pacino. So when you Ooh, work wow. with you work with Pacino, it's like a huge resume well, thing. Or and something. Charlize. I mean, come on. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, she's in that. Yeah. Yeah. How do I forget that? I, how did you forget that? She wasn't naked in that, was she? No. We watched this for film sex. I, Icor, you're thinking of Three Days in the Valley. She's very naked in that. Oh, is she? I thought she just wears like a skin tight cat suit. No. Oh, yeah. She's uh, the the uh, Reindeer Games is the one that I think of for her. Yeah. She's done. I yeah. uh, I just think of Furiosa. 
Of course you do. She's never That's... naked in that. No surprise there. She's a never nude in Mad Max. Um, all right. Let's move on to... Uh, we'll do this one story real quick. This will be no okay. problem. Japanese housewife loses her life savings to a man who pretended to be a K-pop idol. Oh. oh. Man. Tom Meredith says... Oh, I'm just kidding. It's not that. <laughs> they love the K-pop at his house, so... They do. Boy, yeah. Recently, a story of a Japanese housewife lost all her money because of a fake K-pop idol is garnering much attention. According to reports, the housewife spent her entire life savings on a man who pretended to be a Korean and underground K-pop idol. I don't, I don't know what that... To be a K-pop idol that's underground. underground K-pop idol. I, I mean, know, idol and underground feel like they're <coughs> conflicting. In that that doesn't sound right to me either. Um, on March 5th, Japanese media Gendai Business revealed... A story of a housewife, age 44, who was deceived by a man who spent 2.5 million Japanese yen, which is about 18,000 bucks USD, uh, on him. Uh, in Japan, underground idol refers to idols who are independently managed and perform at oh. small venues while interacting closely with fans. Gotcha. Okay. So they, they can be used together in a sentence. Well, here we call that an unpopular band. <laughs> an you know? indie we call that an indie yeah artist. it's not like they choose yeah. to do that they would rather have they want to sell out madison square garden but they don't yeah. anyway the underground idol culture allows fans to meet closely with their beloved artists and build strong bonds with them through these meetings um and without paying a lot of money fans are usually given 100 seconds 100 seconds with the idol member of their <laughs> choice that is so specific it's so specific it's not even like uh, two minutes or you know three minutes or like that 100 seconds yeah says they can take photos shake hands uh, talk during that 100 seconds or whatever anyway she got bamboozled seconds in heaven <laughs> yep she got bamboozled and taken for a bunch of money and he was never Aww. a k-pop star he was an imposter the lesson is don't listen to K-pop. Just kidding. Do whatever you want. Uh, Brian, we're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, Tom Merritt will be here. Speaking of Tom Merritt, he'll tell us all about yeah. the day's tech news. And uh, after that, we got recommendals today. That should be fun as well. So stick around. But first, this song. Yeah. Uh, Adam Iker wrote in and said, please play the song or any song from the album for any in the middle uh, for, for this one. Uh, we saw Taylor Jansen very close to uh, a name uh, you're familiar with yeah. Taylor yeah. Jansen at the Bunbury festival in our hometown, Cincinnati, Ohio in 2019. She's based in Manitoba, Canada and her label mates include churches, Mumford and sons and Phoenix. I'm loving the new full length album and want to share the love. And then he forwarded the permission from the record company. Uh, so, so good. This is uh, I live in patterns by Taylor Jansen going out to Adam Iker. Awesome. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. I've been wandering my neighborhood at night My eyes glazed over, staring at the sky I don't know which is worse, the come down or the high Each brings a set of problems I don't want to find But what do you do in the car when Stop and you're going 180 and you can't get off You think you're coming down but it's a fatal crash And the windshield broke and you'll never get it back
you sent a messenger and I killed it Then you left because I willed it Learn to sleep with the light on When I grow weary of my shadows I burned a hole inside my sadness Now it's starting to swell Oh my God, I've had it Don't you know I live in patterns And I am trapped inside my habits back and we have you covered each weekday afternoon on Outkick's Hot Mic with Hutton with Rowe. Some of the best football guests from Armando Salguero and John McClain to Trey Wallace and Bobby Carpenter plus the top headlines and reaction to the college football and NFL weekend. The Chiefs go for dynasty mode with Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid. They're the favorite, right? Yeah, they have to be. The AFC goes through Arrowhead, but the Bengals and Jets, they're all in to reach Vegas and the Bills and Dolphins are also confident. With Rowe, what about college football? Can you say three-peat? That's what they're hoping to say in Athens, Georgia, as the Bulldogs continue their march to college football dominance, while a cast of usual characters led by Michigan, Ohio State, and Bama nip at their heels. There's plenty of craziness on a week-to-week basis. Pull up to the bar with us each weekday afternoon. We're streaming live 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern across the Outkick Network. Podcasts available everywhere, and always check out Outkick.com. NFL and college football covering your favorite teams. Outkick's Hot Mike with Hutton and Withrow. I'ma just go to the coffee shop where the coffee's hot and I'll get a cannoli. This one is as crooked as a dog's hind leg. The Morning Stream. Damn it, Bones. I need you. Badly. Badly. 
And we returned. Tell me who that was again so I can track sure. it down. That was Taylor Jansen, J-A-N-Z-E-N, and a song called I Live in Patterns. Comes from her album, I Live in Patterns, which came out this year. That sounds great. 2023 yeah. release. Pretty and good. And it's far better than that uh, cover of In the Ghetto that we played uh, yesterday's show. Oh, man, that thing haunted me for most of the night. <laughs> <laughs> what a garbage show that was. That was really heinous. <laughs> I do love that you um that you have these gar- you know, like you're you're not so precious that you throw that kind of crap away. You have this No, no, already. I got to keep it cuz it's, you know, it makes me laugh. It it makes me smile to play that uh, Eilert Pilarm. Well, I love it. Continue to do it forever. With the computer okay. as with any tool, the concept and direction must come from the man. That man is, oh, it's Dark Man, everybody. It's uh, Tom Merritt. <laughs> can you see me? I can see yeah. you. It just seems like you're going to tell us a dark story, scary just, story or something. It's so what dark in there, we can't see time. what sports hat you're not wearing. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know why the lights won't come on. Oh, that's not good. Hopefully. Oh. I mean, actually, it's not terrible. It's kind of moody. It's yeah, I do like the, uh, I know it's not intentional, but on the far right, it looks like a horror movie poster, like there's a door and there's light coming around the sides of the door. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's between your two big encyclopedia things. Oh, look, he's got yeah. a light underneath his face. Hey, oh, there we go. Oh, that'll help. That's oh, there's great. Tom. Yeah, there's Tom Merritt. <laughs> and he's got a scary story. Oh, let me tell you about duckuses. <laughs> Well, speaking of scary stories, uh, the internet is full of them. Sometimes they're tech-related, and Tom is always on the lookout for good tech stories because the Daily Tech News Show must go on every day, and that includes today. Uh, so, Tom, what are we looking at? You're, you're going to be looking at me today. I faked you out last week, I realized, <laughs> by doing TMS and not doing DTNS. Yeah. Uh, but it, w- it will be me there. Uh, and one of the things we're going to be talking about is DuckDuckGo launching its own AI into search. Oh, Ooh, uh, I'm ready good. for that. That sounds great. I've been sitting here as a DuckDuckGo three years exclusive user going, with all this talk of, you know, AI-assisted uh, yeah. search, what's your deal, DuckDuckGo? Are you going to get into the game? And it sounds like they are. That's great. What do we yeah, know? so they have uh, they've created something called Duck Assist, which will show up when it thinks it has an answer. Oh. Uh, so it's not going to be there all the time, like Bing. Uh, it will only be there when you type in a search and it thinks like, oh, we can we can help. So that's an interesting way of doing it. It's not something you can you can make show up right. unless you know what to ask. Uh, and it is limited to finding things on a limited number of sources. So it is mostly, according to Gabe Weinberg, 99% of the answers are coming from Wikipedia. Apparently, Encyclopedia Britannica is in the mix and maybe a couple other sources. They want to expand that eventually. But right now, it's mostly Wikipedia. So if it thinks it can find an answer on Wikipedia, it will then summarize it, Mm -hmm. which is different than what DuckDuckGo already does. And Google does this, too, which is find a quote from Wikipedia and display it Mm -hmm. so that you're like... Does this answer your question? This this will use the large language models, both from OpenAI and Anthropic. They've got a combination that they're running to to reinterpret and summarize them for you mm-hmm. uh, so that it directly answers your question instead of giving you a quote that may or may not be applicable. Interesting. So I'm reading here on their website. Uh, for now, Duck Assist, they're calling it. Um, the beta will only be available in English on their browsing apps for iOS, Android, and Mac, and also browser extensions for Firefox, Chrome, and Safari. As they get further on, I guess the actual site's 
that you search from. In the coming or from, weeks, in the coming weeks, they're going to yeah. add it to the rest of search. It's they, they're launching it today with just just the apps and the extensions. Oh, I'm excited to try this. I really like them and it. Um, I've been really really happy with it, and I haven't missed I haven't missed Google. Like I, I'm sure that maybe there has been one or two times where I was like, maybe I want a further result or. I'd say thirty to forty percent of the time, I have to go to Google. Oh, really? Uh, I have DuckDuckGo as my default on mobile, mm-hmm. uh, and and I'd say may, maybe more like thirty percent, but a third of the time, I'm like, mm, that's it's not putting up what I want. It's Tom's thirty seventy thirty split. He's doing there with right, DuckDuckGo. Right, the seventy thirty rule. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Um, maybe it's one, but yeah. yeah. May, and maybe I'm just too forgiving of the result that's good enough, you know? Or maybe you're using it more casually than, than I am. Probably, like, yeah. I'm using it for things like know a little more and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, where I'm really looking for specific information versus like just general stuff. That's true. Well, I'm going to mess with this and uh, I'll, I'll uh, when we do our show or when we do DTNS, if it comes up at all, I'll have a little experience with Actually, the browser. What it probably is, is I'm looking for unimportant things and you're looking for things people are interested in. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm thinking about it. Like, what yeah, you're, no, what no, you're saying, not. though, is Google's good at giving you a, f- yeah, you know, I mean, they're, they're, their whole th- world is search. So of course they're good yeah. at it, right? Yeah. They track honest, you a lot. But- I don't think Google is as good as it used to be. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like, you know, and part of it is perception. You know, in the in the, in 1999, when all I had was Alta Vista and InfoSeek, yeah. uh, Google was a revelation. But, but for years, I was like, yep, Google, man, I know how to use it. It always gives me what I want. And, and over the past several years, it's become like, oh, I know why I'm seeing this because somebody knows how to game it or you think I want recent information, but I don't always want mm-hmm. recent information. And yeah. so then I have to go in and like do the filter and set the date to last year so it's not just crowding me. It's all kind of weird stuff. Again, probably very specific to my usage of it, but but I just, yeah, I, I don't find it as default, like why would I ever not use Google, which is why I use DuckDuckGo on mobile because like say, most of the time it gets me exactly what I want and I don't have to worry about feeding an algorithm. Brian, do you have a preference these days, browser-wise? I still, I'm still using uh, Google. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's really just laziness that I haven't switched the uh, the automatic search engine in my search bar on my browser sure. to be anything else. But sure. uh, I mean, I do like when I've used DuckDuckGo, I liked it. And when I've used um, uh, uh, Bing, uh, the new Bing, Bing, the new Bing with the AI. I, liked yeah, it too, I like but, it too. I feel like yeah. I may, I'm, I, I'm gravitating toward messing around in there a little bit more too, but yeah, I just rather be tracked less and, I like that yeah. they do that, even though I don't I care really that like much. Those approach, not just of the not tracking, but of yeah. saying, we're not going to try to give you something that will do everything. We're going to give you something on a very limited set that we think is pretty reliable. Even then, sometimes it won't be right, but neither are search results, you know, because right. humans are not always right. So, you know, it's as good as Wikipedia is. They're very upfront when you get a result saying, this is from Wikipedia. This is the source. If you want to check it, you know, may or may not be right, but this is what we're saying. Mm. Uh, I I think that is a responsible and useful way to do it. Yeah, I agree. And I also uh, like this. Uh, it's the it's one use or one of the many uses of AI that is like emergent and happening. Like I like yeah. that this is happening now. We're like getting it. It's going to improve, obviously, and change and evolve. But but it's really useful. So more of that, please, and less four hundred yeah. fingers on each hand. One one of the things I've realized uh, over the past month or so is that. Uh, OpenAI is, is, has been very clear about this. ChatGPT was a one of a series of demonstration models that it put out 
Uh, and it did not think it would be any different than the previous ones that it put out. And for some reason, this one caught on with the public's imagination. Why did things go viral? Who knows? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. but this did. OpenAI never meant ChatGPT to be the product. Right. OpenAI wants ChatGPT to be an example of the kind of thing you can do in products. And we're starting to see that with DuckDuckGo. Salesforce has added uh, something into the, their systems. Like that's where this stuff is really going to affect your life. It's going to start showing up in products. Microsoft's going to announce something with Office next week. Mm-hmm. So you know, keep your eyes out for that. Don't expect Chat GPT itself to be the thing. I, I, I don't think. I have a feeling it's like, well, it's like anything. There's like a, a, a groundbreaking, immediate thing, and then and then how it all gets, the iterations, people doing it better. Yeah, yeah, people do it or better, but also in in ways that are just you're already in their ecosystems or that's already a part of your life. So you're just, you're going to grab And a lot of times you don't even know, like they're going to be people 10 years from now who just search for something and an assisted AI, they're not thinking about it. They're not going, Oh, the AI is telling me what I need to know. They're just going to go, Oh, I got the result I'm looking for. That's open AI is making a thing that other people can use in their products. They uh, and that's that's where they want to go. That that's what they want to do. And right. there will be competitors to OpenAI as well, like Anthropic and and others. Yeah. Uh, and, and so you know, there's going to be not just OpenAI, but yeah, it's not going to be like, oh, I want to use the AI, uh, AI powered things like Dolly and and such are, are going to show up in products right. and make those products hopefully better. Yeah, I agree. Uh, more on that today. Daily Tech News Show today. That's right. Wednesdays, I'm on. And for real, Tom will be on and I'll be on. So that's a double whammy. Um, we had a great show last week, but we you know, always miss Tom when I'm there. And he's no, I love around. it. Yeah, it was, good. it was a good show. Uh, but anyway, it'll be great. I'm looking forward to it. Is there anything else that people should have on their mind about you or anything you're doing? You know, I, uh, you know, I once did a, a show on CNET called Top 5. I remember that, yeah. yeah. And then I did one for Revision 3 called Top 5. Yeah. And then I did one for Tech Republic called Top 5. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Well, I ain't going to stop there. <laughs> Is this the Top fifth? five returning to youtube.com slash daily tech news show. Oh, in the, ne- in, co- in the coming weeks, I'm going to pull a duck, duck go in the coming weeks. Okay. Look for top five at youtube.com slash daily tech news show. This is a top five unleashed. I don't have to serve CNET. I don't have to serve revision three. <laughs> I don't have to serve tech Republic. I can count down whatever I darn well, please. Mm. So check it out. YouTube.com slash daily tech news show. The triumphant return of the fourth version. Oh, of dang it. Five. It would be great if wow. it was the fifth iteration because you could say top five, uh, today yeah, i'm gonna do yeah. the top five places i've done top five and yeah now you can yeah you know what do a quick t- uh, twitch. fire myself and start a fifth one just so i can do it <laughs> there you go yeah i love it perfect now gently lay yourself off it's uh, you can do yeah, it nicely. Yeah, yeah. i'll be nicer to myself nice little point. severance and all of that uh it's tom <laughs> Merritt, everybody he is uh, ace detect on twitter if you'd like to follow him there uh we'll see you a little bit later on the show today bye now. thanks y'all. bye okay brian bye. hold your hold your fingers all right Hold, hold your fingers. So far, so good. Okay. Ah, maybe they solved it. I don't know. All right, good. Let's hope so. Let's add Randy to the call, and let's add Nicole to the call. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. You know, recommendals. It's super, super what are you fun. Do? It, it, what are you going to do? You're just going to go ahead gonna and do, do it. It's recommendals. You're going to let them happen. They're going to be right there for you. doodle doo Yes, everybody, it's time for us to do Rec-a-Mentals. It's a little show concept created originally by our own Nicole Spagnola, who joins us on the line right now. Hi, Nicole. That's a me. Hi, it's a you. <laughs> it's a you. It's nice to have you here. Of course, Randy Jordan also joining us. Hi, Randy. 
Aloha. Good morning, morning stream. How are you? I'm fine. It is Oscars week. I'm very happy about. Oh, yes. and you're on a you're on a, a weird toilet phone or something. Where are you? Where are you right now? <laughs> you hear that? Is that? Are you in a car? I did hear that. Yeah. Are you in a car? No. Who? Randy? No, yeah, no, no, Randy. Randy? no yeah, Randy. Randy. Randy, are you there? He's on, his, he's on his Swatch Watch. Microphone reset. Oh, oh, you sound okay. any better now. You do sound better bit. now. Yeah. A little bit, yes. Uh, well done. Uh, you, right. Good enough for, uh, uh, what's the phrase when you say it's good enough uh, for... Close enough for rock and roll. That's what I meant. Uh, not even close, but that's close enough. <laughs> anyway, uh, hey. Close enough for government work? <laughs> yeah, that's that it. Go. That's the one I meant close to say. Uh, we're, we're back at it. We're going to recommend some stuff, things we've seen on streaming services that we liked enough to tell you at home about. And we're going to start, is the tradition dictates with Brian here. Uh, what do you yes. got? Yes. I'm recommending recommending like uh, like twelve things. Uh, why? Because it is Oscar season, and one of my favorite categories or sets of categories are the shorts. Boy, Brian loves the shorts. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there are three categories, as always: the animated shorts, the live action shorts, and documentary shorts. And even though the usual purveyor, Shorts TV, has not provided a downloadable or like a you know a, a purchasable link that you can watch all 15 nominees a lot of them are already available on apple tv youtube disney plus and netflix uh so um i'm going to talk about just a couple of them but i'm going to put links to all of the ones that are currently available to watch in the uh in the quick tms.li but uh let's go and listen to the clip that i'm providing which is one of the live action shorts that i loved all right here we go Each one of you sitting at our table today is due a slice of the cake you see over there. So then, here's my proposal. Give up your slice of cake and offer it up as a small sacrifice to Jesus. The hell? So all the good little girls who agree to give up their slice of cake, say so by standing up now. No, I'm not doing that. (laughs) This is dubbed too, right? Serafina, you hear me? Mm -hmm. Then why aren't you standing? All the good girls choose to stand up. I am a bad girl. You, you said so yourself. Ah. Okay. All right. <laughs> so that that takes a uh, place. So that one is uh, Le Pupil. Um, Le Pupil. It is a, uh, um, I think it is a French, um, might be Italian, but basically it's a, um, uh, an, uh, a Catholic uh, orphanage and the nun is is kind of like uh, rules with an iron fist and dang it I want cake and so does Serafina and so she doesn't stand up like all the other good little girls um, that actually turned into one of Tina's and my favorite uh, live action short films that one's available on Disney Plus and it's about half an hour and it is fantastic it is so worth it and 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 for uh, many reasons including these fantastic sung interludes all throughout this live action short um, Interesting. it's got a great not really twist at the end but it's got some it's got a lot of humor uh speaking of 
so that one's available on Disney Plus again. It's called Le Pupil, P U P I L L E. So it's like the the pupil. Is that the, the translation? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, the uh, the other one that we really enjoyed from the live action is called Night Ride, and uh, uh, the setup is that this woman is outside in the freezing cold. I think this is Danish or Swedish. Um, uh, this woman's outside waiting in the cold for a light rail or a tram or a train to pick her up. It arrives, but the driver says, no, it's not leaving for half an hour. She's like, can I go wait inside, please? And, and he's like, no, you can't. So she climbs inside, realizes that the door's still open. No, he, she, she waits until he can't see her, climbs inside, waits until the door, uh, until he can't see her, and then tries to close the door, accidentally starts the train. Oh, and, shit. Um, Damn. And uh, as funny as that stuff is, Boy, it, it takes a weird turn about halfway through. That one is called Night Ride. It's available on YouTube. Again, about 20 minutes, and it's it's another one that's really, really... Uh, it goes deeper than you'd expect it to. Okay. Uh, let's go to the animated shorts. Um, just a, I just have one question. Yeah. Did yeah. you get a chance to see any way to see an Irish goodbye? No. Irish goodbye, Evalu, and the Red Suitcase. None of the other three live-action shorts are available for streaming, unfortunately. Mm, okay. So right. keep an eye out for those when they're available. Carry on. Um, four of the five animated nominees are available, uh, including The Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse, which is a beautiful, uh, sad and sweet uh, animated thing on Apple TV. Oh, this uh, is the thing Carter's refusing to let me watch until she watches it with me and i don't know oh see here's the thing watching almost all of these animated shorts all i could think of is carter is going to be in this category someday she is going to create some animated thing Mm -hmm. that's going to be oscar nominee at some point it's perfect perfect category for um as good as that one was uh there's another one we liked more uh called ice merchants i'll come back to that one uh, there's also My Year of Dicks, which you can watch on Vimeo, and it's about a woman trying to lose her virginity, or a girl trying to lose her virginity in uh, Houston in the 90s. Okay. I uh, thought it was maybe a bunch, of, dicks a, bu- a bunch of guys named Dick. I didn't decide. Yeah, no, it's really, it is really about what you think it is. Right. However, uh, The Flying Sailor, which is also available on YouTube, oddly enough, shows more penis than the cartoon or the animated uh, short called My Year of Dicks. I don't know how that works out, but there is a lot of penis in the Flying Sailor. Right. But back to back to our favorite of the bunch, which is the Ice Merchants, or just called Ice Merchants. This is available on YouTube, and I, um, I've never watched an animated short that gave me such a feeling, like a thrill, like a, almost not anxiety, but like... Um, uh, like evoked so much emotion of fear and excitement and, and all that stuff as this one, mm. it is, there's no dialogue. It is um, again, this is one I immediately thought of Carter. I think Carter would like this one more than the boy, the mole, the fox and the horse. Mm. So I would, I would watch that one with her too. Okay. Um, uh, that but one's seriously available. all of them. You yeah, all, all of them, them, all four, all four that are currently available. And unfortunately, an ostrich told me it's the end of the world as we know it, or whatever that one uh, is called, mm. also not available. Um, the uh, and then the last one, I'm going to go to documentary shorts. Um, those are mostly available on either Netflix or YouTube. Mm. The one we watched is called Haul Out, H A U L O U T, and I haven't seen the other four, but man, this is going to be a hard one for me. A uh, hard one to beat. This is um, a remote outpost 
uh, I want to say in, geez, maybe Alaska. And these migrating walruses show up there and completely cover this area. Hundreds of thousands of walruses covering this area. And, um, uh, and it's because the, the little floating ice flows that they use for, um, for sleeping, for resting after they do a bunch of swimming have all melted away. So they have to swim to this land all on their own and they're exhausted. They're, they're dying. They're, uh, fighting their, their, um, stampeding a lot more than normal. And it is fascinating. And when you see a, a veritable sea of walruses, it's a sight you're never, ever going to forget with all wow. these weird, like vampire teeth sticking out of them. I would uh, really like to know how you watched this. Uh, it's been yeah. one of the hardest ones for me to obtain. Uh, yeah, this see. one is on uh, Netflix. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's on YouTube. Is it, out. Is oh, it, uh, YouTube. Right. I never think of YouTube. All, all subs, yes. dubs. What? It's a Russian movie. So um, is it, it's but. Russian, but there is very little talk in that one. Like you, you find with subs on this one because hmm. there's so little, there's so little talking. You're just, you're basically getting the entire story by watching this whole thing. Uh, looks, this looks and, like something I'm going to like. Uh, and you're aware that Elephant Whisperers is now streaming? Elephant Whispers on Netflix, Martha Mitchell Effect is on Netflix, and Stranger at the Gate. Oh, I'm sorry, we watched Stranger at the Gate as well on YouTube. Um, and I think that one is probably the one that's going to win. It's about a um a very uh post very uh right right post 9-11 angry um ex-military dude who sees all of these uh, brown people at a mosque and makes a plan for what he's going to do. And um, the direction that that thing turns is absolutely heartwarming, uplifting, and amazing. And it's a true story because oh, these wow. are all documentary shorts. So, wow, wow. Okay. Uh, so Stranger at the Gate is another, another one I'm highly recommending. So if you take anything from this, Ice Merchants on YouTube for animated. Um, well, you know, all four animated are really good. Um, Le Pupil on Disney Plus, Night Ride on YouTube for live action, and uh, Haul Out and Stranger at the Gate also on YouTube. You know what's weird is Haul Out is a is a Prime produced thing, Amazon Prime thing, but it's not on Prime yeah. Video. It's so weird. Oh, me. that's weird. Yeah, yeah. I, I just noticed yeah. the logo on YouTube, and I'm like, wait a minute, what the heck? Can I get it there? That's and, funny. Yeah, yeah, New Yorker uh, brought a lot of these to YouTube, and um, uh, good for them getting their hands on these to to get more people seeing them. Well, I'm excited to see that one. So I'm sorry I took up a lot of uh, recommendal time, but there's there is so much good stuff in this list that I don't want people to miss. No worries, that time of year, man. Um, yep. Okay, I'll go next. This is a thing that I saw on Prime, and I adored it, and I want to watch it again. And I think it got overlooked. It's some of the most beautiful cinematography I've ever seen, but it's also the quirkiest, weirdest thing ever. And I loved it. Here's the clip. Never flown anything before. So I'm a little bit nervous about taking this little beauty up into the blue, blue sky. Uh, <laughs> you don't try things, you don't succeed here. You just got to keep trying. Right, the plan is I'm going to head off down the lane and by the time I reach the end, I should be hitting 90 miles an hour and then I take off into the blue sky and I head to Dummock Hill. All right. Doesn't give anything away, but no. Um, this is a movie. I didn't. And I didn't tell you guys ahead of time because I knew nobody was going to pick it, so I just didn't say anything <laughs> in our chat. But uh, this is a movie called Brian and Charles. Oh, look at that! And uh, another Brian in my life. Um, yeah, this came out last year, 
and is directed by Jim Archer, also written by him. It's based on this story that he wrote a long time ago, and it stars David Earl. You know him as, uh, if you ever watched Derek, the Ricky Gervais Derek, you know the kind of slimy, dark-haired glasses friend of his that was always making like innuendos and stuff? That's him. Really thick glasses, yeah. Yeah, that's David Earl, and he's wonderful in this. Uh, He plays Brian, and Charles is... uh, played by Chris Hayward, but only in body movement because it's actually a robot voice. Uh, Charles is a robot that Brian builds way out in the northern part of England where uh, it's all farms and sheep and all this. And this guy's just like this tinkery nerd who likes to tinker with stuff. And that clip you heard him making a (laughs) a weird bike that would like self-power itself and had all this power and stuff. And he just makes weird trinkety things. And it's this... It's this point in his life where he's, you know, he's a middle-aged guy, doesn't have anybody really to 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 have to call his own, and so he just gets, you know, kind of a wild hair one night and builds this robot named Charles, and how how the robot decides to call himself Charles and how this robot looks, you just have to see it to understand why yeah. it's so weird. I've seen um, the the title card for this thing, and it just looks so fascinating. Yeah, it's uh, it is a wonderful movie. It is funny, quirky heartfelt um i got teary at the end wow um i also laughed really hard at big chunks of this thing it's almost like it's hard to explain i don't know how i don't know what to i don't know what genres are being mashed up here to make the final product but you'll recognize some of them and then be amazed at how well the puzzle pieces fit together in terms of the kinds of filmmaking going on but the one thing i do want to mention all of that stuff is great. Oh, it's done like a it's almost it's like a mockumentary sort of style. So okay. that's that's a thing to note about the storytelling. Uh, like somebody's there filming it and they they're aware of the cameraman kind of thing. Um, but it's so beautifully filmed. I've never in a, a, not since Inishirin, which is an amazingly mm-hmm. photographed film. Uh, the film the the filmography in this is unbelievable. Like just it doesn't deserve it. Almost it's crazy how pretty this movie is. It's interesting that you just named the one that beat it for the BAFTA, right? The the BAFTA award for best British film went to Anna Sharon yeah. over Brian and Charles, which I think a lot of people were calling, uh, yeah. you know, the backup favorite. Yeah. Um, but that that category was amazing at the BAFTAs a couple of weeks ago. Like Scott, yeah. I think you would like most of those. Movies. I probably would and like everything. No one has had. heard yeah. of most of those movies. Yeah. And I, and it's, it's one of these where I don't know how many people even know this exists, but man, I fell in love with this movie. This became, this shot up the charts in my head as far as like mm. one of my favorite things. I don't even know if I want to call it a comedy. It is, it's a comedy, but mm-hmm. it's an allegory. It's like, it's like issues about getting older it's also issues about growing up because in a lot of ways charles charles's story the robot is a coming of age story and what's great about it is they've given him this voice that isn't a normal i mean it's it's not like a talking person it's not like oh hello i'm i'm my name is charles and i it's not like that yeah. it's my name is charles but like it's super like robot-y. So when he's being very emotive, it's still coming across as very deadpan, but his body's moving like crazy. And sometimes he's like a child. Sometimes like he's a petulant teenager. Sometimes he's, he's, he's learned his, his, his stuff. The movie does make you park your brain, but that's kind of the point. I absolutely loved Brian and Charles and cannot recommend it enough. That's Loved cool. it. And anybody can see this. This is a full range 
family of, of the, you know, if you want to, if you want to watch it with your kids, you totally can. Uh, they may not get it like you will because it's quirky and weird, but it's, but it's nothing. There's nothing in here. that's like, there's no swearing. There's, there's no, no nudity, sex or no yeah, naked robot. Action. None, of, none yeah. of that stuff. Um, and I thought it was absolutely fantastic. So check it out. Brian and Charles currently streaming on Amazon prime video. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. It's so good. Uh, Nicole, let's get to you. We yes. got a, uh, got a little set up for me here. What do you got? It was so hard to pick a clip for this movie. Um, because there's a lot of action and all the clips were like fight scenes. <laughs> so, um, but I will say I adored this movie. It is a little bit comedy. It's a little bit romance. It's a little bit action. It's a little bit existential dread. Um, it's wonderful. So, well, and I hope it wins all the awards. Oh, there's a hint. It's up for awards. All right, here you go. I don't know. The only thing I do know is that we have to be kind. Please, be kind. Especially when we don't know what's going on. Figured that was a good place to end the clip. <laughs> Bagel. Uh, tell us about the movie you love so much. Oh, so uh, this is called Everything or Everywhere. No, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yep. Got <laughs> mixed up. <laughs> and you heard uh, an actor by the name, and I, I've been practicing. Oh, good. Pee Wee Kwan. Oh, very nice. He, he is the uh, original. Um, no oh, time for love, Doctor Jones. He's Doctor Jones, yeah. yeah, yeah. Short round. <laughs> what Short was round. his name in, in that movie? Short round. Short, Short round. round. Short round. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I have been following his whole uh, interview circuit. They did a really great interview with him on um, Sunday morning, CBS Sunday morning, and I almost wanted to cry because it was just he was he tried really hard to continue to be an actor. And the industry just kind of didn't want him. And uh, this role came around and he waited for two months to hear if he got it. And because he was like, I'm perfect for this role. And he was. He was absolutely perfect. (laughs) Um, The premise of the movie is that it's all multiverses. There's an infinite amount of universes. And in one of these universes, they figured out how to visit the other universes. And... Um, Wayman is, uh, Evelyn's husband in this world, but you also have characters like Jamie Lee Curtis who plays an IRS agent, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but then there's other worlds where she's not. And it's just, it's so hard to explain this movie and you just have to watch it. You can, it's actually in three parts. So the first part is called everything. Then the second part is everywhere. And then the third part is all at once. Mm. <laughs> so I actually watched the first part at night and then I got tired. <laughs> and, then, 
I was, I had, I, I got COVID. So yeah. Oh, yeah. how are you feeling by so, the way? You feeling better? better I'm, fe- I'm feeling, I'm feeling a lot better. Okay. Good. It, Good. Screw COVID. Uh, I hate it. Uh, yeah. it got me. I, I almost made it to three years. I know. But, um, oh, but wow. I watched, no kidding. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but then, so I watched the first part, then I woke up in the morning and I'm like, okay, I'm ready to, because I was just thinking about it so much because it's, I, I didn't want to stop, but I just needed to stop. Yeah. Um, it's just, and then Jenny Slate's in it, like a lot oh, of little God, cameos. Yeah. It's such a wonderful, 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 wonderful Tina, uh, maybe Tina would have liked it more had she broken up into three parts because we saw this at the movie theater and when the title card comes up for all at once for part three. It's the first time I've ever heard her do this, especially in a movie theater where <laughs> silence is is so uh, – what, sacrosanct is the word, I think? Yeah. Uh, she actually physically just actually let out this groan, like, oh, like she was ready for this movie to be over. <laughs> oh, and, it's uh, a shame. Yeah. It is a shame because I was really – I did still really enjoy it. She, uh, I think, felt like it was too much when she got to All at Once. So it's maybe watching I it mean, in three parts maybe is maybe, the way to go yeah. if, you're, if you tend to be – Sure. It's interesting how movies like this that are, you want to say universally acclaimed, Mm -hmm. always have people that it doesn't click for, for whatever reason. Well, yeah. Um, I I noticed that like everybody erupted about this movie back in April and May when it came out, right? Like Mm -hmm. there was just like, there was such word of mouth. It was unbelievable how many people were telling me, telling you, right? You need to see this movie at (laughs) the time. And then there's some people that are like, I didn't like it, overrated. And it reminded me of uh, Bo Burnham's Inside. Do you remember when oh, that yeah. was like the big word of mouth? And mm-hmm. there were always every now and then somebody was just like, "This is the most boring thing I've ever seen. Why are you? Why are you doing this?" I uh, I I think you need to check your uh, you know your machinery if this mm-hmm. doesn't like really uh, you know click for you because. Man, what a what an exciting movie! Are you he, saying that Tini needs to check her machinery? Is I'm that saying, what you're saying, I'm right? saying that, that she needed she needed to see this movie when she was better well rested, better fed. Something, you know something going it's on. all Tina's fault. There so, must have been something. She was hangry. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, so I actually have been wanting to watch this movie since um, probably December, January. But I was in a really bad mental state at that point yeah. that mm-hmm. I purposely put this movie off. Cause I think I could have watched it free streaming. Mm. It was on like one of my services. I, I ended up um, signing up for a seven day trial to Showtime to watch this. Cause I was like, wait, they took it off. Like people want to watch this now. They were like, Oh, we got to charge for it. I don't think it was ever, I think Showtime's the only place that ever had it. I don't think I anyone's. Should, yeah. I don't I, think they had it. I, I've been, I've been following it for months and months and I've only ever seen it streaming yeah. on Showtime, on Showtime? Yeah. or yeah. rental well, everywhere. You yeah. can, Maybe there, I got that wrong. There were months and months you could spend $20 to watch oh, it. Oh, yeah, and that yeah. was a good deal. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that was a good deal at the time, but yeah. But yeah. I would, I would like to say that I thought it was, I thought it was going to be, you know how I said the existential dread, because yeah. it's like, think, if you really stop to think about, like, if you could experience every possible universe for the split of the possibility of how your life could have turned out. I, I think of, you remember that movie Sliding Doors mm-hmm. yeah. with Gwyneth Paltrow? Yeah. yeah. I loved that movie. I even had, I even got her haircut in the nineties like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, but yeah. I, I've always been fascinated with the what if stories. Like I loved when I was a kid, the choose your own adventure books, mm-hmm. because you had the ability to change the story based on the decision that you make. Mm-hmm. 
And this movie is like the epitome of a choose your own adventure kind of yeah. uh, story. And it does. It's, I just loved it. I just, I love that kind of out of the box thinking of how the world would be. And, yeah. and really what it comes down to, I, I picked Wayman's clip of being kind because, you know, things do get really scary and it's your support system and your friends and your family that hopefully are there to help you through those scary parts. So yeah. I, it just connected with me sure. really well in my current state of being. <laughs> yeah. Well, I still haven't seen it and I want to real bad. So, uh, yeah, you, you need to, before the Oscar, Scott, this thing is, yes. is gonna, it, it's, it, it may or may not win all the Oscars, right? It's nominated for a lot of them, Most but of them, it's going to be so fun to root for it while yes. watching the Oscars. You know? Yeah. It feels, uh, it's weird. Shock no one for me to say this, but it reminds it's a throwback to when Fury Road was uh, nominated because it felt like I knew it wasn't going to win just because genre films don't win. But when Fury Road was up for so many nominations that year, the fun was rooting for it. Like, sure. I knew it wasn't gonna. In this case, the, the two Daniels probably will win. For mm-hmm. best director, which is weird, uh, Oscar hates to give two people an award. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. but there's like you can you can root for this and know that you're going to get to see it win a lot. Well, I may so, as well just... and Michelle is it Michelle Yao? Yo, Michelle Yao. Yo, she's oh my god, she's an amazing actress, and I just I I love seeing older older actresses really get great roles. Yeah, she's yeah. awesome. And, she's a badass. Yeah. She's good in everything. I liked her. I liked her a lot, and her her discovery stuff was a real term, but I I quite liked it. She's well, also. And I didn't realize she did Crouching Tiger, Hidden yeah. Dragon. Oh yeah, she's, like, a, she's in everything. She's been around. She's breakthrough, a, breakthrough role for her, I think. She's yeah. amazing. She's great. She is. Um, I uh, will watch it. I just need to do the stupid trial and get it over with. Because yeah, yeah, just Amazon Prime, do the trial. Yeah, and then watch. Uh, while you have Showtime, watch uh, uh, Yellow Jackets. Oh yeah, Yellow Jackets. Oh, I heard that's good, good too. Yeah. It is really good, and the new season's coming soon. I think that's on Prime <laughs> as well. Without the oh, is it? Oh, okay. Showtime, I think now that may have cool. changed though. Well, anyway, awesome, good recommendation, Randy. Let's throw it over to you. What do you got here for us? I uh, I changed my recommendation at the last minute because I could see where this was all going. Oh, well, thank you. Brian. So now I have to redo the post. All right. <laughs> yes, yes, I, indeed. I could see where this was all going, and I wanted to fit in with what what everyone's doing today. Yeah. Um. And and the point. My point is, Brian. I uh, <laughs> if someone like Scott hasn't seen any of these things. Yeah. Uh, and and has a little time in the next few days. There are some things that you can watch and then you're going to get to see them win. So for instance, you could watch Babylon on Paramount Plus and you and see it win for best original score. You could watch Pinocchio on Netflix and see it win for best animated feature. Right. And then there's also this that I gave you a clip from. All right. And it is it is going to win an Oscar. Here we go. Okay, we're going guys. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so Alexei, I want to talk about something that we, we sort of touched on this morning. And you might hate this, but I really want you to think about it. If you are killed, if this does happen, what message do you leave behind to the Russian people? Oh, come on, Daniel. No, no way. It's like you're making movie for the case of my death. Like, again, I'm, I'm ready to answer your question. But please let me, let it be uh, another movie, movie number two. Like, let's make a thriller out of this movie. And in the case I would be killed, let's make a boring movie of memory. 
No idea. What the heck is this? Yeah. This no is Navalny. Hmm. This is a going to win for best uh, documentary feature film. It, it is about Alexei Navalny, the uh, Russian opposition opposition leader who has been in prison for over a year now. Was uh, a, there was an attempt on his life twice before that? Uh, this film was primarily made during the time he was in Berlin and Germany, recovering from the first attempt on his life, which was uh, via the classic Putin poisoning. Mm. Um, that that moment here, this like gives you like horrible um, radiation style poisoning or whatever. It's like a little um, little nuke ball they put in your food or whatever. Is that so the one? That's polonium. Uh, polonium. That's a, that that is not what the what Alexei Navalny was was given. Gotcha. He was given a, a poison that kind of vanishes. And so very, very hard to even know what's going on. Uh, they put it in his underwear, believe it or not. That's an amazing little fact. Um, this film Jeez. is massive. As documentaries go, this is such a huge film. And I, I will be rooting on Sunday for Fire of Love, but I know that, and you know, I recommended that a few months ago. Mm-hmm. I know it's not going to win. It's about people who died 20, 30 years ago. <laughs> this, right. this movie about this man who stands for democracy in Russia at this time, it is going to easily win this award. And it's a really good documentary. Mm. I, I want you to know, like this kid, Daniel Roher, who makes this thing, like you, you just heard the first few words of the movie. And Daniel Roher is is just interviewing Alexei Navalny in, in Germany right before he goes back to Russia and submits himself to being imprisoned. And uh, like... I don't understand how this person has any business making such a great movie. It is beautiful. And the music is awesome and, and so on and so on and so on. Uh, just cannot recommend this too much. It's on HBO max. You can watch the uh, documentary award winner just in time for the Oscars. Okay. I'm I have just now added it to my queue. That looks great. I do like stuff like this. Uh, the thing I didn't mention today. So I, I played the one movie I watched, but I watched like, 12 documentaries since kim left i don't know what's wrong with me (laughs) um but just like all night and when she gets back it'll be back to normal but um netflix thinks all i want right now is like true crime documentaries i'm like that's not what i'm doing here i'm just just having a moment okay so i am in the mood for this sort of thing and uh i will be watching this for sure good 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 please do it's rare that you see a movie like this come along a documentary and it's important Usually, usually documentaries are valuable, right? Mm-hmm. Some of them are highly valuable. Some of them are about a guy climbing up Yosemite. Mm-hmm. And this one is, it's like one of those things where as you're watching it, you're going to keep thinking, does everybody in the world know this? Mm-hmm. Everyone in the world needs to know <laughs> this information, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I hope uh, this is a banner crop today. I hope people go check out all this mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, Brian's alone will, will give you plenty to do. Plenty uh, to do, although they're all short. So, you know, you could watch the the four or five that I recommend and still be uh, devoting less time than if you were going to watch one of the Lord of the Rings movies. <laughs> exactly. Uh, which I did also a couple of weeks ago. Yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, that uh, is going to do it. Thank you both for being here as always. And um, yeah. I'm glad uh, <laughs> your COVID can take a hike. F off, COVID. Yeah. 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 Things, yeah. things suck. Yeah. And also tell Mark it was me that shot your garage with the paintballs. That was me. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. It did look like it did look like there was no uh, residue it, underneath it though. No, no. I know. No, it looked like it eggs, it, right? It wasn't or? a paintball splatter looking thing either. No, it, was no, it was like drippy. Like, yeah. Who's poop or paintball? Who yeah. knows? Who knows? Yeah. Maybe it was paintball poop. <laughs>
I'm just t- saying. Ooh. Paintball wow. poop. Maybe. I think you just created a whole new business. That's right. Tell Mark I look forward to the documentary about his life and his paintball poop. All right. That'll be it for her. Hey, Randy, have a fantastic week. Thank you, everybody, for uh, listening to Recommendals. And if you want to see where these uh, led us today or what we talked about, go to quicktms.li, where Brian has dutifully put it in and put it in again. I've put it in again. I've even changed it on the fly. How about that? I like that. I like the fly. <laughs> All right. Uh, that'll about do it for us, except we do have a call I want to play. Uh, 801-471-0462 is where this voicemail came from. And it is Jeff about a thing I could not remember the name of the other day. And we were talking about great voices that uh, read. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you call it? Uh uh, uh, like what narrators. Work. Yeah, I can't think yeah. of the damn word narrator. Anyway, uh, this is what he has to say. Hey, it's Jeff, the uh, third time Vegas guy. So, obviously, I listen to the podcast on like super delay. Sorry, it's, life is crazy. But anyway, I just heard your discussion on uh, awesome, <clears throat> excuse me, audiobook narrators. And uh, Scott was talking about it, but you did Don Knotts Western. I have to say, Hot lead and cold feet, I think is what you're going for. And as an 80s kid, that was one of my favorites. Also, hey, Brian, I will be there. I'll buy you a drink. We'll talk all about why it's a long summer that I've been in Vegas three times now. Anyway, (laughs) cheers, guys. Talk to you later. Nice. We'll get to see him. Cool. Looking forward to it. It'll be great. Yeah, I like when the locals show up to this event. It's, uh, I don't know why. It just makes it a little more authentic. It's like, well, I mean, local, he's, he's, three times in Vegas, like living in Vegas three times or? Yes. Yeah, so he's back in. So this is a guy that called before gotcha. and he said he lived Moved in. Moved away, came back. That's came right. Back I said, I want to know the story why this is yet. Yeah. So he's back in Vegas now. And so we'll get to see him. That'd be cool. But like, I don't know about you. When I roll up to a big group and I see everybody, I'm like, okay, everyone's from somewhere else. But yeah. then I see Metzula and it just feels anchored. It's like, yeah, yeah. Chris is here. We're good. Metzula, James and Svet. Yeah. Yep. We're all good. Jen, for yeah. sure. Yeah, the gen. Oh, that's right. The gen's still teaching there. Yep. Anyway, um, can't wait yeah. to see y'all. Uh, that's it for that. <laughs> uh, don't have much to say except, yes, Hot Lead and Cold Feet. That movie was great when I was a kid. I loved it. It's mm-hmm. one of my favorites. I and that, about that. Yeah. And Jim Dale played both a bad guy and a good guy in the same movie. And I, as a kid, as naive as you are when you're a kid, I thought he was, I thought he had a twin. Um, because that was a story in the thing he did have a twin but i thought the oh, actor was right, a twin right. yes and that's how well i thought they pulled it off but <laughs> i'm not sure now i'd probably be like now i'd see it and go oh right of course not a twin he's just playing two parts right just played two two girls i see what you're saying yeah, yeah. this okay. is double impact for a different generation <laughs> anyway uh thanks for that we appreciate it if you want to send in your calls and stuff to that you can you can also text us there that'd be fine or you can email us the morning stream at gmail.com you can also join us on patreon become a patron today at patreon patreon.com slash tms the best direct way to support your favorite morning show you'll never get commercials you get pre-show content every day and couch parties on the weekend this weekend we are going to continue our watch of um uh doom Uh, patrol Patrol. that's right doom patrol episode five i believe season one uh so watch for that and you also get some art in the mail there's some other great benefits and levels go check those out i think i'm gonna have gwen come on monday for a tea segment oh cool we've been trying to do that anyway so now we're just make that happen and uh, learn more about tea, you know? Why not? Yeah, yeah, and see what's in this week's or this month's uh, TMS box. That's right, TMS. 
Uh, that's it. Everything else is at frogpants.com slash TMS. Hey, Brian, uh, song. Yeah. I need a song. What do you got? Sure. Well, uh, Ender Panda, member of our uh, uh, Discord, yep. fruitful member of our Discord, uh, wrote in about this one. We've even talked about him recently on the show. And as a matter of fact, what timing? Because he's recommending K-pop, but he's not trying to himself uh, mislead us into thinking that he is a K-pop idol. Oh, uh, Let me get that clarified. Okay. That he is... He is not a K-pop idol, all right? All right. Okay. All right. He's not trying to take any married women's money, is what you're saying. Not at all. Okay. Not at all. Nope. Got it. Uh, he says, hi, straight kids and Blackpink. It is sometimes <laughs> Tadpool, Lurker, Night Owl, Enderpanda. My friend uh, Ginger and I are driving from St. Louis to Chicago to see the K-pop band Dreamcatcher for the second time, and we're incredibly excited. Uh, Ginger, it's been a wonderful journey being your friend for so long. Thank you for being there for me and sharing the music. Insomnia's never sleep. Uh, could you play our favorite band's cover of Maroon 5's Lucky Strike for the lovely people in the tadpole? And then he says, Scott, when we get to Chicago, will it be too early for a fish sandwich? Oh, man. Yes, but also no. But also, where's the clip? Hold on. I nope. can definitely nope. see nope. why you nope. like nope. it. Let's tell no. I have no. Dump. No. Dump. No. Hey, uh- that's Brian. Hey, there it is. I get a fish sandwich? There we go. <laughs> and uh, then he says, uh, Dr. Wiley thinks that's a good question. Oh, good Lord. Uh, that one's right here, actually. I got that. That's a good question. There you go. Question. 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 Uh, <laughs> all right. This is a little K-pop for you. I love it. This is uh, Dreamcatcher and their cover of Maroon 5's Lucky Strike. It is K-pop, and it is a lot of fun, and it is going out to Ender Panda. Fantastic. We'll see you guys tomorrow for a brand new edition of a Thursday TMS. Okay. Yeah, I know. Sounds yeah. more exciting than it is. But Thursday. It's just, it's just Thursday. So we'll see you then. Bye now. Yeah.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. The shine that looks a foot deep.